Welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. This week, we are podcasting from Houston, Texas, which is so exciting for me. It's our first time traveling for the podcast, and I'm really excited to be here. We've had the time of our lives out here. We came out here for an interview with someone who has been all over Netflix lately. Welcome to Trying to Figure It Out, Colby. We're wearing our cowboy hats because we're trying to get in the Texas vibe, but now I'm going to take it off so I can put my headphones on. This is a keeper, by the way. Yeah. just These letting y'all are, know, you're leaving one behind for yeah. me. Right. You can that can be your hat. Cool. All right. Yeah, taking it. <laughs> That's your new addition to your cowboy hat collection. I think I'm backwards. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm really happy to have you here. Um, for my listeners who don't know, Colby was on a show called The Ultimatum, a show for couples to get clarity about their relationships. This show was massive. I mean, it had over one billion hours of listening like that's crazy for a first season I mean love is blind was super popular and then they teased the ultimatum at the end of the second season of love is blind and I literally marked my calendar to watch this show because I the concept is really kind of crazy honestly and I was so excited to watch it so you went on the show with at the time your girlfriend Madeline And you wanted to figure out for the two of you if you were going to get married or if you were going to split, which is a hard choice to make. And I just want to dive into like what it was like for you, what life is like for you now and where you're at, what was going on before the show and just get to know you a little better. Yeah, absolutely. First off, thanks for having me, taking the time to do all this. Come a long way for this. So, yeah. So worth it, though. And you've given us lots of great recommendations. Like, you've been our, like, tour guide. I'm the plug. I'm the plug in the air, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you really are. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you all so much. And, um, man, it's, it's been a crazy ride. Uh, before the show, it was uh, it was pretty wild. We kind of got connected through social media. It's how they reached out to us and everything. And I got a message over Instagram saying, hey, we're interested in you coming on the show and all this stuff. And So they found you? Yeah. Yeah. So they reached out through my Instagram. And I've done some modeling in the past, like throughout college and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pay the bills, a little fun money, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this time I was like, all right, it's probably just like a little gig or whatever. So I kind of ignored it. And then I got a second message from them saying, hey, it's Netflix. Like we're really interested. We love blah, 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 blah. Well, then my girlfriend, Madeline at the time, right? was saying, hey, I just got the same message. She gives me a call. She's like, hey, I just got off the phone with Netflix. This is real. And I was like, are you serious? Like, is this (laughs) actually happening? She's like, yeah, they want to interview us and go through like this process and everything. I was like, all right, cool. You know, just being a a people person. I was like, set it up. Let's talk. What's what's next? So we went through this like interview process. We did like four different interviews, like intense interviews, probably like 45 to an hour long each. Um, And as we went along, we met from like just the recruiters to like the production to the actual producers themselves and it just got more intensified and everything and probably six months out from filming they're like hey you're actually one of our top picks out of like the thousands of couples in austin and i was like that either really concerns me about my relationship or it makes me really proud of my relationship (laughs) you know it's like hmm uh but yeah so um they're like we'll be reaching out to you soon and all that well like five months goes by and like literally two weeks out from filming, they're like, so you are a final couple. We're going to be shooting in two weeks. Get ready. Pack your bags. You'll be in downtown Austin. And we're like, wow. Okay, hold on. We have to put our whole life on pause real quick to do this. And they're like, yeah, you can either do it or we can go to the next couple. That's we're like, amazing. what's the once in a lifetime opportunity? Yeah. You know? So I was like, of course. 
pack it back, sweetheart. We're going on this show. We're going. <laughs> we're doing this, you know. So and we were both excited about it. I'm sure. The ultimatum part of that, like, had you been talking before you even got the messages? Like, were you guys in a place where you were about to give an ultimatum regardless? Like, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, we've been dating for a while and I was, I was getting to the point where I was ready to drop on a knee already. You yeah. know, she didn't know. Like, we weren't talking about marriage yet. Right. But I was mindset ready for that next step. Right. When this opportunity came across the table, I was like, what a, what not a better opportunity to do this on a large platform, right. you know? And she doesn't want the big white wedding either. So like when we got married, I knew it would be just us two, not yeah. the whole show, the whole big white scene. wedding. So <laughs> she was just, you know, I was like, in my mind, I was already kind of like running through this whole process yeah. on my own because I was fully committed. I was right. 100% on board. Like Madeline's my girl, you yeah. know, I had no doubts, concerns about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I jumped on the show and all the stuff started going on. And I was like, holy shit, I thought we were solid. Yeah. You know, like, what, yeah. what's all this, you know? like, But it, it, that was the whole point of the show, too. You know, it was yeah. to make sure I was on track to, you know, I found the right girl. Right. There's and, lessons in it for you, too, because as the oh one who gave the ultimatum, I'm sure you still learned so much about what you love about your relationship and what you need to work on for sure yeah and that was that was kind of the main point of all of it was to do a lot of self growth yeah um just as an individual for each of us um and to see look at us from a different light kind Mm -hmm. of thing um but at the same time as a couple it really pushed our boundaries on how comfortable we are with each other what's different topics that we weren't really sure to talk about at first, you know, right. as a couple, but then we kind of forced ourselves into them. Yeah. We don't have to, much of a choice. Yeah. It, it didn't even give us a choice. So yeah. the whole ultimatum um, aspect of it was kind of like, okay, this is actually probably a, a better thing for our relationship than more like a throw us in the fire, you know, kind right. of watch us crumble. Yeah. hundred so really percent. Cool. All right, so we're going to get back to some Houston stuff because I have to ask. Bring it on. You've been giving me the coolest recommendations. You literally, I am now titling this the Colby Crawl because you sent (laughs) me the craziest like recommendation. You pulled up a map and you drew like exactly where to go at which time and when to leave that spot to go to the next spot. And I thought that was so awesome. So I'm going to show my listeners a picture of that because it's just so iconic. But what are your top recommendations for things to do here? Oh man. Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty adventurous myself. So I, I try to look for something new all the time. I don't like to get stuck in like a, a groove, you know? Yeah. So I'm always kind of jumping around. Um, as far as like my favorite thing to do, I'll probably go fishing. Be like I my fishing, um, hiking trails, stuff like that. Like my daily routine in the morning is running like two miles, just the woodlands is where we're at. It's mm-hmm. North Houston, about 45 minutes. Yeah. And the woodlands is called the woodlands for a purpose. I mean, look at this view. You just see it's trees everywhere, beautiful. right? Well, within the trees, you s- there's houses everywhere. Yeah. You, you can't tell, but there's houses everywhere. And there's trails that just weave all throughout these uh, different neighborhoods and stuff. And you can stay on one for 10 miles if you wanted to. Right. But it's just beautiful. That's probably what my big thing is like working out and just doing some like physical, like working on myself and having some time to myself to think. To get into your question, um, really, it's just it has so much to offer. The nightlife is fun. We like to go out when we can. Obviously, the baby yeah. limits us. Of course. But uh, trails really mainly. I just kind of like the woods and finding my own trail and finding my own direction that I like to go in. Yeah. It's so quaint here and just peaceful yeah. honestly sad to leave tomorrow if i'm being honest <laughs> <laughs> like good maybe spot. we should extend our stay 
So you grew up here, you went to school at Texas A&M, and you still live here. What do you love so much about it here? Man, so I'm, I'm originally from DFW. I grew up in Arlington, Texas. That's mm-hmm. my home. I was born and raised there, um, more sort of the, sort of the Fort Worth side uh, is what I like to call home. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people don't know Arlington, Texas, where the yeah. Cowboys are now. But it's a great place, offers a lot. I've been involved in sports my whole life, and that was like the Metroplex was like sports central. Yeah. Like the best of the best play there and going to college and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, that's kind of why my family raised me. Just a good family environment. Offers a lot. You got Hurricane Harbor down the street, mm-hmm. Six Flags. You know, you got the, all the fun sport I complexes. Love parks. Fort Worth, 30 minutes that way. Dallas, that, you know, 30 minutes that way. So you're right in between everything. It's a great place to live. Right. Uh, but come high school, we moved out to Mineral Wells. And Mineral Wells is a small little town, you know, that I absolutely adore now, you know. Then, although I was used to the sticks and the outdoor lifestyle, it was never that small town feel that I had. It was all that right. big inner city, you know, energy. Right. But when I moved out there, I was like, dude, I think I'm a, a small town dude. Yeah. You know, like I love this stuff, you yeah. know. Being in the woods all the time, it, it made it easy for the adjustment. But for my sister, my mom, you know, <laughs> that's a whole different story there. Yeah. They had a little bit different uh, experience adjusting to the small town feel. I'm sure. You know? It's not for everyone. Right. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's been uh, it's been a, quite the journey for me. So I went, went from DFW to small town, just about an hour outside of Fort Worth, Texas. And then I went down to A&M for school. From there, uh, ventured off to San Antonio for a year. I lived up in Austin for the two years, and that's when me and Madeline reconnected. And then from there, we've been on the same journey. That's amazing. So family is a top priority for you. Yeah, it's always been a huge part. I mean, my number one priority for sure. Yeah. I was raised in a very well-connected uh, family environment, even totally. our neighbors. I mean, to this day, I still call them brothers and sisters because yeah. it was just such a well-knitted uh, neighborhood that we would go and they would watch us like my family friends would watch us. Mm-hmm. If my parents went out or we would watch their kids and we would, you know, hang out. I call yeah. them my brother and sister still to this day. That's awesome. And your parents were married. Yeah. So my parents have been married for almost 30 years now. Wow. I believe they're about to have the 29th anniversary. That which is, is just so special. Incredible. Yeah. That, very like, blessed to experience that. I envy that. Yeah. My parents split when I was six. So oh I don't, goodness. I have a different experience with yeah. that, but family is still a top priority for me too. And I think that it doesn't always have to be picture perfect. It can still right. be something that you value so much, you know? Oh, and as, as picture perfect as that 29 years sounds. I'm sure. It's, a lot of highs and lows. I'm sure. And that's what highs comes and with lows, it. For sure. So eventually Madeline came into your life. How did you guys meet? Yeah, so it was uh, 2015. I was um, just started working at this bar and it was kind of a famous bar in the area for College Station. Pretty popular spot. You know, they got piano night. They got karaoke night. They, you know, just some fun events. Yeah. And um, I was, at the time, I was the guy who checked IDs at the front door. You know what I'm <laughs> the saying? The bouncer. Yeah, I was the bouncer, <laughs> re- legitimately. And I was like this, I mean, I was a lot smaller than I am today. I'm not that big of a guy to begin with, right? <laughs> so I was, you know, probably a few inches shorter, probably like 20 pounds less, too. And I was like standing at the door, you know, like my sleeves rolled up, like trying to act all big and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd check ID. It's just because I was cool, you know, like everyone kind of gave me the respect that it was yeah. required of the job. And I got along with everybody else. So they kind of just threw me into it. And, awesome. um, you know, as I'm checking IDs, she walks in and I'd even look at her ID, you know, I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of stuck looking at her but I was like oh my gosh like I've never seen this beauty of you know just so unique to me 
and um you know i, I then checked it of course just for my record yeah um <laughs> But yeah, Policy. so yeah, so <laughs> she goes in and immediately I'm like signaling the the bartender to like shot on me for this girl, um, and she had of course like four other friends with her, you know, and they all go in and we get shots together and we still have the original picture that we took that night in 2015 That's of all amazing. of her friends around me, you know, and she's on the end and I'm <laughs> I'm like in the middle of these like four blonde girls and I'm like reaching as far as I can to get my arm around Madeline, you know, cause I'm like, Hey, oh. this is for you. you know? like, <laughs> I just want your attention real quick. That's adorable. So, um, like three weeks later we ended up, I invited or not, I didn't even invite them. I was walking down one of the main roads, Wellborn, to go, uh, tailgate. And as I was walking on the road to meet my buddies, she and one of her friends was actually walking down the same street. That's and that's how we really had the first connection, like a real connection of like just our time, you know, right. our own attention with each other. And we ended up, I showed her like a few of the um, uh, tailgates that I've been going to, you know, and showed her around all my friends. And, um, you know, we ended up talking for a few weeks. But uh, after that, I guess the rest is history. We just kind of stayed friends over the years and reconnected back in Austin. That's amazing. Yeah. So I don't want to dwell on the show too much since everyone can watch and see what went down, but I do want to talk about your experience watching it back. How did it feel watching the show together afterwards? Right after the show ended, which was like early to mid-May, I think May 13th was the last day of the show. We wrapped right. everything up. Um, you know, we got married, so we started planning the whole bachelor, bachelorette party where we threw our, our same parties together right. and went down to Rockport, Texas, and did our thing. I mean, we tore it up. I'm sure. I mean, we left a dent in the sand. Like, <laughs> everyone knows where we partied at. And, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's actually where I think we conceived that baby. <laughs> I really <laughs> do. It was, just, it was just one of those times. And that's awesome. Yeah, so it was, it was three months after the show ended, um, which is about all. It was actually on her birthday, oh. which was the August 27th, coming right on up, you know, soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that day. And we found out about three weeks later, uh, back at my sister's house, and we were just just beyond happy. I was freaking out when she told me. We were all partying and stuff, and oh, we weren't really partying, I guess. We were playing this game called Catan. I don't I know love, if you've ever heard of Catan. I love Catan. That's my game. It's a great game. I call it a party because that's how much I love it. No, it's a great game. <laughs> that Monopoly, oh, killer. I'll be going for days. I'm a strategic guy. Yeah. Like I, Anything strategic, I just, I'm all in. Yeah. Like I could play the game multiple times in a row. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just uh, we were, we were all hanging out playing Catan, and she goes to the restroom. She comes back out. She goes, "Colby, Colby." She comes around the corner. She's like, "Come here, come here." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Come here." I was like, "All right." I was like, "What did I do, man? <laughs> like, am I in trouble already?" And uh, you know, we go back to the back bedroom. She goes, "All right, stand over there and close your eyes." I was like, "Okay, look, it's too early for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're playing Catan with my sister in the other room, you know, like." No, but so she, you know, she's like, "All right, open up." She had it, and it was like a plus sign and everything. I was like. I just kind of like was in shock at first yeah. and I was like, I don't know how to respond. And then it like really registered in my mind. I was like, Oh my God. I just kind of started crying. And like we started hugging it out Aww. and we were just, Oh man. Did you tell your sister or did you wait? Oh, there? immediately. I was yeah. like, I just started yelling her name and yeah. then my brother-in-law came in with her, you know, the Aww, kids. That's and amazing. Like, yeah, it was a good little celebratory uh, situation. Yeah. It's good. So did you guys watch the show when it came out? You know, the reunion. Mm -hmm. So, um, right before the reunion, we all got to, um, have a ipad they all sent us an ipad and we got to watch it but isolated like we couldn't watch it together oh you couldn't right so we all got 
put in different rooms and stuff. And um, we got, we're given an iPad and, you know, me being me, I was kind of the troublemaker of the show, to be honest. They could never really <laughs> tie me down. I was just always looking for fun, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know? Yeah. You're not going to jail me up. I'm it. not going to get cuffed, you know? Like, I'm living life large, you know? Basically, when we went up to California to watch it, and we're all isolated right before the re, uh, reunion, right. uh, I just kind of skipped through it, to be honest. Yeah. You know? Because I was like, I know what I did. You know, like, you know what happened. Yeah, I know what happened. Like, I'm not really worried about it. Uh, it was more so like, kind of like catching Madeline's moment. Because, mm-hmm. like, we've, we've talked about it, you know? Of course. Of course, right? So it was, it was interesting knowing it verbally versus, like, actually watching those moments that yeah. she talked about. Like, yeah. That's how accurate hard. how accurate is she explaining this <laughs> these moments to me <laughs> you know but i mean i because i because i did the same thing and i was like how brutal do i have to be you know for her to understand what's really going on versus i don't want to hurt her feelings did you guys have any like conversations that were reopened after watching it that were kind of hard to have or had you already talked it all out yeah, kind of like I was saying, we um, the verbal experience versus like actually watching the show. Um, we we talked about it, and then when we watched it. I was like, okay, I was like, that's a little different than what was in a visual that I got in my head when right, you said when it. You talked, yeah. And so once I watched it, I was like, okay, it was a little bit more. There's a little bit more emotions that was behind it right. than just the flat surface that I was given, you know. Right. So it was. It was difficult to watch, but at the same time, I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Like, I've I've already prepped myself mentally for this uh, feedback that I was getting. Yeah. So, whenever I watched it, I was, I was of course, it, it, you still feel it. Of course. You definitely feel it. Hard to watch. <laughs> but then you got to realize, like, hey, you know, I, I signed up for this. Yeah. That's what I did. And so, look at where it brought you. Yeah. You, you know? know, that's what, that's. All that pressure, you know, it's just like it, it redefines who you really are. Absolutely. And then to see this come out of it, I was like, dude, yeah. I, I couldn't be more thankful to have what I have yeah. now, you know? A hundred percent. So we're going to pivot a little bit, but something that I talk about a lot on this podcast and it's super important to me is mental health. I know that not everyone has a diagnosable condition with their mental health, but everyone experiences ups and downs in their mental health and has things that they are trying to figure out and trying to work on. So are you open to talking a little bit about your mental health on the podcast today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Let's focus on your childhood and teenage years first. What was your mental health like before the ultimatum when you were in high school and college? Like growing up, did you ever associate yourself with any mental health struggles? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as a kid, um, I, I would say I was pretty sheltered as a kid, uh, just in a very loving family, though. Um, not really kept out of harm's way, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that happened in my family while I was growing up. I mean, my grandparents split after, like, 40 years of being wow. together. So, like, that impacted me a lot because I was very close to, to those grandparents. Right. Like, they lived right down the street from me. My call them Pops. Yeah. That's, that was his name. Um, and my Mimi. And they, in my eyes as a kid, beautiful relationship. I mean, right. it was just picture perfect to me. Yeah. Better than my own parents at that time. You know, yeah. it's like, that's something that I just kind of held to a different level. Yeah. Um, and they, they were just something that uh, I envied for sure. 
and seeing my family the way we worked in a in a house that as we did, although we were very close, you know, being that close to somebody, you still butt heads and you yeah. don't always get along with each other and you're still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got to about my high school days, that's when I was starting to figure out my own self. And I got to a point where I was, I was, I was heavily involved in sports and I was able to talk to other people, but I wasn't talking to them about my true feelings. Right. I was just talking to them about the daily life, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Surface level. Yeah. But I was never able to really open up. And as I was opening up to my grandparents transitioning into high school, that's when everything kind of shit hit the fan for them. Yeah. And so I was like, I kind of lost my people that I felt most comfortable talking to. Right. So I was never to release that. So I kind of went into like a depression stage of like, of kind of getting into drugs as I was best way to say, it. I mean, not like yeah. hardcore drugs. No. It was like marijuana. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's the hardest thing I did, I think. But, uh, it was just, it was depression though. It set in and I wasn't able to talk about things and how I was really feeling behind the scenes. Absolutely. And then I got my other side of the family, my other grandparents, right. They would literally drive like four hours from their home, like every weekend to visit me. Wow. Like, Hey man, like trying to help. We're here. Yeah. Like they would come and visit me and stuff. That's and great. Yeah. It was probably like four weekends straight, maybe even five. That's like um, a, like a full month or two that they came over and was like, Hey, let us help. Let us help. Cause my parents yeah. were getting through to me. Yeah. I would still just be like leaving late at night, like trying to figure my own stuff out. And yeah. I wasn't even like going to parties. Like I wasn't raging. Yeah. Like I would go like, so where I lived, Minner Wells, like I was saying, it's all Hills, like real, like deep wooded Hills that right. just had views for days. Beautiful. And I would get in my pickup truck, my old 1986 Chevy Silverado pickup truck, and I'll just go back road and that by myself. Like, yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. I wasn't doing anything to, like, threaten my own no, self. I wasn't just going. I was just kind of, like, lost in my thoughts. It was just like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, my, my life, my family around me is kind of crashing at the moment. Like, yeah. I don't know how to go forth. And then I just kind of had a breakthrough moment where I was like, dude, this is my family. Like, this is the people I should be able to trust the most. Yeah. These are the people I should rely on, be able to, like, open myself up to and be able to say anything I want right. and not feel judged or not, like, feel like anything I do, it's going to come back on me or, Absolutely. you know, be in the world of, you know, you're a terrible person. You know, it's yeah. just like I finally came around to, okay, this is family. This is what family is. This yeah. is what it's supposed to be. 100%. You know, and I had that sit down talk and a breakthrough and just, like, filled with positivity and so many answers I got from it. And it was, it was like almost facing my fear to be yeah. honest with you, to, to, to just be as simple as it can be. It was 100%. like facing my fear. Yeah. And it was the crazy part about it. My fear was my family. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. So, um, well, that was, that was my, sharing that. that was my breakthrough moment. Yeah. And then ever since then, um, you know, they've, they're the, those are the people I lean on the most. Those are the people I talk to the most. I'm, yeah. I'm able to tell them, my hard days, my better days, you know, they, they praise me either way yeah. because they're, they're going to be there for me no matter what. And they let me know that. And once I got that insurance, I was like, all right, absolutely. Like now I'm good. Now I can keep rocking no matter what happens. I know they're going to be there for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. I can empathize and understand that even though it wasn't your parents getting divorced and it was something to you that it shocked you and that's traumatic and it's, hard to see it's like something you looked up to and something you were so close to for so long and it's completely changing and it's really hard to process that at any age but especially at a younger age and I think that I have a lot of like empathy because I think it's easier now to look back at divorce and be very chill about it but 
it really affects people in so many ways. It does. Yeah. Cause you hold them to that pedestal of just yeah. like greatness. Like yeah. it's just such an incredible thing that you're surrounded by, you know, and to see it just get knocked down like yeah. that. I and mean, it happens. Stability. So it's stability. Stability that's not stable anymore. And For sure. that's really hard to process. For sure. And, and you know, to be, um, the crazy part about it is like Madeline has always been like, you're just like always about dreamy stuff. You're dreamy. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, I've actually seen it not work. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been in the environment before, but yeah. seeing my parents, I know what it takes to maintain and to survive those difficult times Absolutely. and to make it through them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm dreamy. Cause I, I've experienced it before and I see the brighter side. Yeah. I've seen the darkness, but I've seen the brighter side. I know what it takes to get there and to, yeah. to keep it, you know? Yeah. So that's, I think that's where she comes from the dreamy side. Cause she just knows about that side yeah. of everything. And I've, and I've opened up a little bit to me yeah. about my grandparents and all that stuff. And yeah. I think the more she comes around my family and the more open we are to her about that situation, yeah, I think she's now starting to see kind of, I'm not as dreamy, I guess, yeah. in, the, in the aspect of like how blind I am mm-hmm. to how bad things can get. Right. Divorce, you know? Yeah. I think she's starting to see more so like the realness that I carry with me. Right. You know? And it allows her to get to know you even better. For sure. You guys probably know each other better than anyone, but oh my gosh. That being said, there's always more to learn about someone. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you sharing that with me. So is there anything else that we haven't touched on on your mental health that you'd like to touch on? You know, I've always carried a very positive attitude maybe yeah. overly positive yeah you honest. radiate positivity 100 percent. yeah you can fill it in the room 100 percent. yeah so i whenever i you know are around people I, I don't have to try to do it it's never like a yeah. make myself known mm-hmm. it's just kind of a natural thing that i've been instilled in and i can't I, like what i was saying earlier about my fame like when i opened up to them it's just like that's when everything came to yeah and like ever since i just had this like crazy positive energy because i just i know no matter what like me and myself, I'll, I'll keep carrying who I am. Yeah. But not only that, I got people who can back me up and support. I got that support system yeah. that I've now been able to um, count on yeah. when I need them. You know, it's, yeah. been, it's nice to have that. But not everybody has that. Some yeah. people got to find their grit, you yeah. know, and in certain situations, it's, it's tough to find it. But yeah. after the show, um, you know, I, I ended up with Madeline, so I didn't. Really you were just it. on cloud nine. Yeah, I didn't find it too hard to be positive. You know, it's like, yeah, for me, I was definitely cloud nine above and beyond. And then after we found out we were pregnant, I was like, okay, I'm invincible. I should have a cape at this point. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> it's a really cool feeling. Well, thank you. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna bring Madeline on. Let's go. Okay, guys, we have so many surprises in store for this episode, and one of them is now with us. Actually, two of them are now with us. We have Madeline joining us now, and baby Josie. She is the sweetest girl. She is so cute. It's her big podcast debut. Yes, it's her <laughs> debut. The first ultimatum baby. I'm sure you guys are so tired of hearing that. Oh, my that. God. <laughs> I wonder if you guys got any like merch sent to you for like her to wear. Oh, <laughs> we totally did. You oh, were trying to send those cowboy hats for her. <laughs> they did no they're yeah. trying to they, oh that's asked. amazing they even tried to get me to buy this ring uh bear box for like if we were to have another wedding right like it's a cowboy hat that's yeah, amazing. So. how has parenthood shaped you and your goals for the future Ooh, that's big um 
it's everything. It's everything that I do right now. You know, we were just talking the other night. It's like, gosh, even takes away the things that I, I don't ha- like, I don't have anything for myself anywhere. It's all for her. Yeah. Like even the things that I enjoy, it's to be better for her. That's amazing. Um, as far as goals for the future, I mean, I, I, we're just really wrapped up in the moment and yeah. just trying to, you know, be better every day, every minute. Um, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a good point. Yeah, we're try- just trying to take it day by day at this point. It's like that. it's more so just there's so on much the to fix right now that <laughs> we haven't gotten to tomorrow yet. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of being new parents is to live in the moment because yeah. every day, like it's oh gonna gosh. flash before your eyes, and she's exactly gonna be a teenager. Say. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's better to live in the moment. And as just my dad would say, enjoy. she's already asking for the car keys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like kills me. Wild. Colby, what has it been like for you to watch Madeline as a mother? Oh my goodness! Oh, it's everything I thought she would be, and more. You know, it's like she has taken this on just, I mean, I think she's a natural. She was meant to do this kind of stuff. Everything that's happened, we've had no problems. There's yeah. been no, like, scary moments. We have a really good baby. It's, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know if it's yeah. Madeline or the baby, I have to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> but everything, I'm telling you, everything that's happened, it's just been, like, so, like such smooth sailing yeah. that it's like, I I'm like, I'm ready for number two already. Yeah. And I was like, I'm already pushing <laughs> for two, <laughs> you know? But she's just been incredible. She's yeah. handled all the moments like a pro, you yeah. know? Like, unexpectedly, she has showed me, like, her heart's a lot bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> and that's that's not saying, like, in a, in a negative way. I'm just saying she had so much love to give. And I think she even surprised herself whenever she came. She was just like, yeah nothing else matters it, it, and that's how I feel definitely it's and like, even I mean I said a moment it's like I'm scared to have another kid because I had no idea <laughs> I could love this, love this much. much be yeah. this patient be yeah. this I mean just all for one thing and I you mean, don't yeah. know you have it in you till it happens yeah like everyone's so scared to have a kid and, it, and to tell you the truth <laughs> we were kind of scared to have a kid yeah. but when she got here it was just like nothing like it's just your natural instincts take over yeah. mm-hmm. and you're just able to react the way you're supposed to react, not knowingly that you're reacting that way. It's yeah. Everything know. I've ever wanted. For That's sure. amazing. That's I'm really so happy cool. for you guys. Thank you. How has your relationship changed since becoming parents? Well, we've changed so much. Yeah. I think that's huge. Um, one being like, I mean, just the first most, obviously we found out we were pregnant. Like it was like what, three months after filming, you mm-hmm. know, we kind of yeah. didn't, we just got off the show on this high of like getting married. We were just kind of, yeah. you know, not even, we didn't even really reflect too much on what we'd experienced yet right. until I got pregnant yeah. and we, you know, stopped partying. Yeah. Really. You know, that's number one. Um, <laughs> so it was being sober and in like, it just brought such a like even heavier, like intensity to our relationship and like kind of just unbuckling everything from the show, processing it together. Yeah. Like, looking back on the mistakes we made in our relationship, like just as individuals, it made us like really just take a moment and be like, it's not just you and I, it's not just us pissing each other off. Like we now have to be examples. We need to set a foundation for our child. Um, While you're building your own foundation. Yeah. So it's been hard. I feel like we lost like our fun, spontaneous, like just passion, which is what we really took off on right but now we have something so much more secure settled and sincere i think yeah really longevity yeah for sure yeah, yeah absolutely and you can still have your fun nights out. yeah yeah we just <laughs> if josie watches this podcast in the future what is something you would want her to know 
that I love you so much and no matter what I'll always be there for you oh yeah I love how people ask like oh are you gonna let your kid watch the show are you like oh my god she's gonna see like that and it's like good I want her to know that she comes from humans and that we made mistakes and that we fully expect her to make mistakes and we'll love her through absolutely anything just as we had to learn to love ourselves for those mistakes and love each other um she's got a family that's been through it that we've had the craziness but yeah pull through anything for her I mean you guys have been through it and you are so happy and in love and she's so loved and I think that honestly in my opinion watching the show back if she ever does I think that could be like really beneficial for her in the strangest way possible right (laughs) I think knowing that she has two parents who know who they are have the confidence to put themselves out there like that and look at where you are now like it only brought positivity for you guys so that's a beautiful story to share so what advice would you give her when she's your age now and wants to get married what would your tips be for her just to be you i want you to be you and just to be honest with others yeah um don't be afraid to tell somebody else how you really feel don't hide your feelings yeah um that'll probably be my best advice yeah i think my little girl yeah i think um for me a big thing watching my watching myself back and just kind of looking back on our relationship I think I was so scared to feel and to have like such raw emotion and like I don't know I had this always had this big fear of like falling for something that wasn't real or that I was gonna like have to feel dumb for be naive yeah Um, so I think having the like confidence to just let yourself feel things and like share that you feel things it's hard yeah that's really hard it's important But then, I mean, and then opposite side of the spectrum, but to also, like, it's okay to have questions, too. Just to fully be okay with how you feel, whether it's with pause or with love, just to feel it all and to say it all. Yeah, 100%. I respect that. So aside from navigating life as new parents, what is next for you guys? (laughs) I don't think I've thought that far. Right, I'm like... I. Honestly, we had we had a talk last night. Colby was like, "What do you, you know, what do you like to do for yourself?" Yeah. And I think like it made me realize not it really even, was last night. We, like, not we even were, twelve hours ago. Yeah, we were fighting, <laughs> and he was like, "What is up with you?" Like I just like felt kind of stuck, and I'm like, "I've, I'm all about being a new parent. Like all I am is a mom and a wife, yeah. and I've been a girlfriend since I was sixteen. Like I, I'm realizing that I haven't really." Like, I don't, I don't have a hobby. Well, we, yeah. got, we got in discussion and I was like, man, I, I feel like every time I ask you to do something, you don't feel thrilled to do it. You feel like you're just kind of stuck in a cycle, like a daily cycle. You don't have something to look forward to. You don't have something yeah. to kind of like progress with or nothing. You know, you're just kind of going through. You wake up, take care of her kid, it's, which is amazing. It yeah. makes you so happy. But Thank you. It gives, yeah, it gives me all the joy in the world, but it still feels like a job. So yeah. exactly, it's sort of feeling like a chore. I think yeah. is the best way to say it. Yeah, and it, it's got to the point where like, I was like, okay, but you love cooking. And she was like, yeah, I know, I but love I cook cooking. for my family now. But <laughs> yeah, now, like I'm not. But now I feel like it's a chore. And right. I'm like, but I don't want you to feel like it's a chore. I want, like, if do I need to get involved? Do I, can I help? What can I do? Can I, like, yeah. can I start making stuff with you? Would that make it feel like yeah. it's more of a, like, still a, a passion? Like a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. A fun to do thing together. To enjoy. 
So yeah, it's like just those simple conversations that you need to have. You know, Absolutely. To kind of make sure everyone's still on the same page of what you're wanting to get out of it and, you know, what you had in mind when you're getting into it mm-hmm. yeah. versus like just getting stuck into something you were like, oh, this is not what yeah. I had in mind. So, I mean, and I think that is common with new parents. It's still navigating yeah. being a new parent, but it's like also being a person and a new parent. Like, yeah. So it I might think- even be with the couples that's been together for a while yeah you know what i'm saying which we haven't even been together that long but still it's just so that's i mean what's next there's no like huge yeah. future plan but no. now like our next step is like to be the president out, of the united states right <laughs> i'm like i want to bike like i just i yeah. want to start right like, we've also I'm had a like, conversation about yeah i'm like <laughs> i just hobbies finding hobbies like hobbies. finding ways for us to have fun as parents and adults like i was gonna buy a bike the- last year for her birthday and she and told like, her birthday is coming up i know i was like i don't oh, want to bike but i didn't want to bike last year and now i do so <laughs> people change i can yeah. see the future figuring out figuring out the changes we yeah. just i guess it's still settling into being a new parent yeah, yeah. i think if, if we could project like the next 10 years though like where would we be mm-hmm. i see ourselves with the house that we just built freshly built because we're going to stay in this house probably for a while yeah conserve our money be smart make sure she's got a good education course and then i see herself buying about 10 acres probably maybe in this area if she's lucky yeah he went she's to go back up to DFW. but yeah i'd like to go back to the dfw if i can yeah um closer to my family we did like the first 10 with her family then we'll do the next 10 with my family alternate and we'll go to hawaii yeah. just kidding that's um, where i'm trying to go but yeah 10 <laughs> acres you know have some have some uh some animals and whatnot on the land some farming I don't yeah know kind of do like maybe our own survival like naked and afraid yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but you know nice house on good land for us to enjoy yeah you know, for like all the rat race going on you know having yeah. to have the newest thing on the block we're just enjoying each other and our family absolutely that's what i see in 10 years from now with like three more of these yeah 2032 yeah. 2033 okay. that's insane manifestation wow it's yeah. crazy to say you put it out four kids it's 10 acres Whoa. it's out you're manifesting yeah I hope you have it in 10 years. So now we're going to have some fun. We're going to do a little game between the two of you. It's basically just going to be a relationship Q&A. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Who showers less? Yeah. He works out every day. You should see our water bill. It's um, insane. Yeah. It really is. It, it's unbelievable how much I if shower. If he's not in the shower, he's in the bath. It, like for two hours. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was gonna. I think it's more bath and shower. To be honest with you, I, it's a therapeutic, a girl. A therapeutic thing. I take you. baths every day. Yeah. Sidebar: Like one of the first times he spent the night at my house, I took my dogs outside, and when I came back up, I was like Dude, watching a- TV. I, I thought he was in the bathroom. I was like, okay, it's been like forty-five minutes now. Like, <laughs> and then it was like an hour and a half, and I'm like, oh my god, did he leave, or is he like seriously like? Ew. Do I yeah? Do I need to call a plumber kind of thing? <laughs> and I went in there, and he's like asleep in my bathtub. I was, I was not like, sleeping. yes, Come you on. were, Don't yes, you were. But yeah, he was just like a like totally made himself at home. That's amazing. It was. That's dude, a really that's good so story. We're about to have new couples, like dudes jumping in bathtubs. I know. Who's always eating? Me. <laughs> I gotta give it to Madeline yeah. on this one. Yeah, I'm an eater, but she's a chef. When I say chef, I mean like. Like food's my God love language. Lee. Italian. Yeah. 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 I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing too. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. It's like, it really is like her own language. Like if we're having a fight, she'll slide me a dish. I'm like, oh. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a better driver? Me. 
He okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Col- Colby doesn't like that answer. If, if we're talking about going five miles an hour below the speed limit and waiting three seconds after the light turns at green, every stop, <laughs> and we have a baby in the car. Look, dude. So I get yeah, you from that A to B safer than anybody else, just a lot faster. Okay. Okay. I see. Who always sleeps in? Uh, I, I think I think well depends. you're better at sleeping in. But I can nap. Like I'll I, nap all like yeah. I can lay in bed all day. Josie yeah. gets it from me. I mean she'll sleep through a freaking tornado. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. if I have like I mean I get about five thirty to work out. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like if I if I had the chance to sleep in, I take full advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To like noon. I feel that. If not two p.m. Yeah, I'll push my <laughs> limits on that. Who changes more diapers? Me. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, baby. You're amazing. You're the best. <laughs> Who is always on their phone? Colby. That's me for sure. It drives yeah. me I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm up to speed with everything for sure. Oh my god. Hundred percent. Who takes more selfies? Colby. <laughs> I take more pictures. I won't say selfies. Yeah. If we went through our phone but right now, you would them. have more selfies. But if we had say pictures, like I have over four thousand pictures on my phone right now. I don't know if that's a lot. Is that a lot? I have seventy one thousand. I think I'm a little behind. <laughs> I literally <laughs> got 70,000 on it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my Are you serious? I'm not kidding. How do you have that much data? I have photos. Like, the first photo in my camera roll is from 2013. Is, like, 69,000 of those blurry? No. Okay. Or those are, like, legit photos? They're legit photos. That's incredible. What a lifestyle. But it's all the way from 2013. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And I just, like, like, love when I'm bored. Like, okay. sometimes I'll just start from the top and, like, relive memories. I do, it's he gets so, so fun. I was like, I've missed that small detail of 2013. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Since then, yeah. 20 are all from like last I might be pushing 100,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Because I've only had my phone for since like, oh, no, no, it's been about six months now, my new phone. Okay. Who is going to be the more strict parent? Me. Mm, you think I don't you? Know. Yeah. Uh, that'll make me happy. I'm scared that like he's going to be like, let's play. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> go to bed. Do yeah. More. Look, I'm already, I'm already like, implementing the whole manners and she can't even talk yet you know what i'm saying so yeah like, i'm gonna have her you know okay. buttoned be, up to a t she'll be well-rounded yeah for sure it's a good balance <laughs> okay and last one who takes longer to get ready i would say he. okay here here's here's this is the kind of uh, interesting everything thing. has an explanation <laughs> well yeah it should it takes them longer to answer questions it definitely takes them longer <laughs> to get ready so the thing about it, the thing about it is like, she'll tell me to get ready, but I know I can take like five minutes to get ready. Right. So, so he waits until I'm in the car. She thinks I'm taking forever to get ready, but in reality, I'm just waiting for her to finish to getting finish. ready. He puts so his around. I okay. mean, I could snap my fingers. You know that Bruce Almighty shot <laughs> where he's like, he like does this like one move, and like all of his clothes come off. <laughs> that's yeah. me, but my clothes come on. It's like, that's my move. Whatever. It's Colby. He takes longer. I love it. We're going to keep it rolling and bring in another surprise guest. But everyone listening in, you're going to have to wait till next week to see who it is. We're going to wrap up this episode now with Colby and Madeline. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And for Alpies 3, you're going to have to wait till next week to hear it with our surprise guest. So tune in next week to find out who it is. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you.